Welcome to Coffee and Confessions. I'm Matt Robertson, and I'm reading people's coffee confessions, which in this case actually happens to be me. Uh, my coffee confession for this morning is a somewhat healthier coffee. It's a, it's a Folgers caramel drizzle coffee, but I've got uh, milk and stevia instead of cream and sugar. In any case, we'll be finishing up today the Westminster Confession of Faith. Let's get right into it. Chapter 32 Of the State of Men After Death and of the Resurrection of the Dead Paragraph 1 The bodies of men after death return to dust and see corruption, but their souls, which neither die nor sleep, having an immortal subsistence, immediately return to God who gave them. The souls of the righteous, being then made perfect in holiness, are received into the highest heavens, where they behold the face of God in light and glory, waiting for the full redemption of their bodies, and the souls of the wicked are cast into hell where they remain in torments and utter darkness, reserved to the judgment of the great day. Besides these two places for souls separated from their bodies, the scripture acknowledgeth none. Paragraph 2. At the last day, such as are found alive shall not die, but be changed, and all the dead shall be raised up with the selfsame bodies and none other, although with different qualities, which shall be united again to their souls forever. Paragraph 3. The bodies of the unjust shall, by the power of Christ, be raised to dishonor, the bodies of the just, by his Spirit, unto honor, and be made conformable to his own glorious body. Chapter 33 Of the Last Judgment Paragraph 1 God hath appointed a day wherein he will judge the world in righteousness by Jesus Christ, to whom all power and judgment is given of the Father in which day not only the apostate angels shall be judged, but likewise all persons that have lived upon earth shall appear before the tribunal of Christ to give an account of their thoughts, words, and deeds, and to receive according to what they have done in the body, whether good or evil. Paragraph 2. The end of God's appointing this day is for the manifestation of the glory of His mercy and the eternal salvation of the elect and of his justice and the damnation of the reprobate, who are wicked and disobedient. For then shall the righteous go into everlasting life, and receive that fullness of joy and refreshing, which shall come from the presence of the Lord. But the wicked, who know not God, and obey not the gospel of Jesus Christ, shall be cast into eternal torments, and be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord, and from the glory of his power. Paragraph 3 as Christ would have us to be certainly persuaded that there shall be a day of judgment, both to deter all men from sin, and for the greater consolation of the godly in their adversity. So will he have that day unknown to men, that they may shake off all carnal security, and be always watchful, because they know not at what hour the Lord will come, and may be ever prepared to say, Come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Confessions. I hope this reading of the Westminster Confession of Faith was edifying for you. If it was, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. I always welcome questions, comments, and criticisms, and you can reach me on Twitter at Audio Confession. Have a great day, brothers and sisters, and join me next time as we go through the great confessions of the faith.